Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Bit Podcast. We are here for another exciting edition, another film chat here on this brand new season. Um, I'm going to need to stop saying brand very, very soon. It's like we're almost in March, or we are definitely in March by the time this episode goes out. And I still say it's the new year. It's not new anymore. It's just a year. Just like this season is not a new season anymore. It's just a new episode of the Good Bit Pod. Hello again, everybody. My name is Chris. I'm joined, as always, by Aaron. And returning to the Good Bit for the first time in ages, definitely the first time in the new year, 2021, Ubo Fergo, Ewan's back. Ewan, welcome back to the show. Oi, oi, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I've moved to England and I'm never coming back. <laughs> See, the good thing about the good bit before is that it was, it gave us like an excuse to all be together and go watch films together and talk together and that sort of thing. Now, with this new fantastic technology, we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not ideal, is it? But you got to do well, it's kind of ideal because that means if you, if, if Aaron goes back to London, then I mean, now we don't need to go. Oh well, he's off again. That's him finished. True, true, true. Hopefully, we'll be able to go down to London. Absolutely, that's the plan, and we'll do it in the flat. Aaron, how are you? I'm all right. You just did the whole intro, going like getting confused in yourself. Like it's not New Year. It's a, it's not New Year. It's just a year. And anyway, welcome you in for the first time in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting confused. If I told you I did that on purpose, you wouldn't believe me. But I did that on purpose. Oh, okay. very subtle. If you did that, I was very subtle. <laughs> very nice. And I think I would have had to brought it up. Yeah, we got to do it. I'm telling you, I'm just a brilliant performer. I really am brilliant. Um, okay, well, we're here. This is uh, this was Ewan's choice because if we're getting a, a guest on the show, then um, it's not a guest, a, a, another co-host, then they get to pick the, the film. So we had um, Ian on before who picked The Untouchables, which was last week's episode. Um, and now Ewan has beautifully selected Ex Machina which is a fun film and we all checked out yesterday. I'm looking forward to chat about it. But before we do so, I have a question for both of you individually. We'll start with Ewan. Mm-hmm. Ewan, tell us what you did this morning. Oh, wouldn't you like to know, Mr. Moffat? If well, you don't mind, if, you, if, you, if it's too personal, you don't need to talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. It's Nothing's too personal for me. Um, <laughs> um, I went for my first COVID job. Ooh. Yeah, dozed up, round one. <laughs> my first COVID jab. <laughs> my first COVID jab, yeah. The go okay? Yeah, it was fine. My arm's not even sore. I can't, you, I even... you posted a thing on your Instagram about the leaflet, and you put, yeah. don't get COVID or something. And it, it, it was completely aligned with the leaflet. I really thought that that's what it said. It I was like, be. oh. Glasgow leaflets, they've they've pandered to the... Uh... They've uh, pandered to Ewan's sense of humour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, because it says, what to expect after the COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah, I'm quite the artiste, you know? Yeah. yeah. Fit my Trend own setter. latex in there, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Well, I'm glad you've got it. It's um, not as if, like, it was in any dire straits, your health, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad you've got it. It's another way, another bit closer to safety. Yes, yes. You know, just... Being a type 1 diabetic, it, uh, it has its uh, downfalls, you know? And one of those downfalls is that my immune system is gubbed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just, just a wee boost, a wee extra boost, you know? Yeah, good. Good, I'm glad. And hopefully when Aaron and I get it in 2024, that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I know you kind of mentioned it before we started recording. You need to tell us about uh, any Hermes uh, adventures the past couple of weeks. 
uh, haven't had a shift. Can't tell you anyone. Uh, no. They have, uh, they've given up on me and I've given up on them. Did you know this, Ewan? I've been working for Hermes. Hermes, oh, going well. It well, was, you know, um, apart from accidentally binning a few parcels without knowing it. Uh, <laughs> I won't rehash that story because I told it last week. Um, but no, I haven't had a shift since we talked about it last week. They have they have ghosted me. <laughs> I, I do I do text them saying, how are you? How are you doing? Any shifts? <laughs> I'm still and, here. Uh, sometimes I get ghosted, so you know, and I'm not that desperate to um, to work. Although it would be nice. Um, no stories. Maybe one of your employers listens to the podcast. Well, if they do, I've been nothing but complimentary. I think exactly. Um, Apart from Hank Midnight in Paris, when you were like, "Hermes, I've given up on you. What are you doing? Where's my shifts?" Yeah. <laughs> well, they've given up on me before that, so you know what can you do? Um, well, you said that your boss's name is Leanne, um, but we also we also have a Leanne who is a big fan of the show, who's been on the show before. We can't wait to get her on very soon. What would you like to say to not your boss Leanne, but that Leanne? <laughs> what would I like to say? I would like to say to that Leanne, are all Leannes in cahoots? And have you been talking to my <laughs> boss Leanne, telling her that I don't actually like being a Hermes delivery driver and I'm actually an actor because they don't know that. Have you done that? <laughs> Please let me know because if you have, you've really fucked me. Hermes was not your actual choice of occupation. It's just something you do on the side. Listen, the people at Hermes don't know that. As 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 far as they know, I have been thinking since I was a wee boy, ah, I want to be <laughs> right. a Hermes delivery driver. This is my passion. <laughs> and, you know, that's the sort of the, the thing you balance as an actor. You guys know this. You, 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 don't, you don't say on your first day of a new part-time normal job, I'm an actor. Cause, well, I don't. Because they just they, they look in their eyes and they go, oh, right. Mm. Yeah, I got to the, I've got to the point where I laugh at myself every time I call my my job my part time job because it's my full time job and my yeah. acting's my part time job because <laughs> I'm never working. <sighs> that's not true. You were working this past week. That that is true. That is true. You're the only one out of all of us that's actually got an acting job in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it has been actually ideal. It's just hard, you know. It's like it's two weeks and then it's however long until the next. Yeah, no, you're right. One. It's just, I was asked yeah. recently when I was when someone asked me like, "What do you do and stuff?" I said, "Well, I, I used to be an actor." Oh, <laughs> you didn't before, say that. Just put everything shut down, and then the person was like, "Oh, really? What's your background? Tell me your story." And I was like, "Whoa! Like, tell you my story? Oh, okay." Um, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I feel like this happens every time. <laughs> Even when he's not in the room. <laughs> he's just got the COVID jab and he's still coughing. That's a symptom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ewan, by the way, I don't think your mic's actually been plugged in because when you coughed, I still heard every minute of it. So I think you're being picked up through your Mac, but we can you can hear us through your headphones. Which is fine because it's working fine. Just saying. Is that why... Oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I think it still is the mic on the headphones, but it's just, it's just sensitive. I think it's fine. Sensitive. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's just in case you're, in case you're hindered, it's fine. 
Chris, stop um, panicking, mate. You know that I'm really worried about this Mac book because it's not mine. And I... <laughs> <laughs> Just don't spill any water on it or anything. You'll be oh. fine. You'll have, you'll have your sister to deal with. I know. Um, yes, oh, I've had a busy week too. I, I don't like... I was saying to Aaron about this. I don't like complaining about having a busy week when I'm really just when I, I'm getting like shifts at work and that sort of thing and people are losing their jobs and their livelihood and I'm sitting here complaining about work I shouldn't be doing that but I feel awfully tired I feel awful overworked and stuff but there's lots of like self-inflicted stuff like oh I still need to edit this podcast oh I still need to watch the new episode of One Division and it all just like adds up and it's like I've got so much to do you know I don't know what you guys have been up to this week uh Sorry, so also sorry for not asking. I realise you just went, oh, well, what have I been doing this week? Uh, anyway. I'll, I'll, uh, the ass, but I'll tell you what I did anyway. Uh, you're the hostess you, with the mostess. You, you, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, you, 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 can, you can be tired. You can be overworked. It's yeah. fine. Even if it is, I need to watch WandaVision. Um, right. That's fine. Well, speaking yeah. of that, have either of you, other than Ex Machina, have you any, watched anything else this past week? Uh, no. Uh, I watched a few episodes of this new netflix thing called pretend it's a city it's okay. like it's this i've talked about it before it's this jewish um writer called fran lebowitz and it's like a it's directed by martin scorsese mm. and it's like a 10-part mini series about her sort of like giving her hot takes on new york and life and she's very uh witty and martin Marty, as she calls him, is like following <laughs> around everywhere, asking her questions, and he just loves her, and he directs it, and it's very Scorsese. So I'd recommend that. Very nice. So very episodes, nice. did you see? Episodes, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, what do yeah. you prefer in terms of like a documentary style thing like that? Do you prefer episodes, or do you, do you prefer just to have like all the story told to you in the one documentary? I would have said before this, all the story told me in the one documentary, but this... This is good. I like a series like this. There's no real okay. story because it's not like an investigation into something. It's really just her going, what do I like about cigarettes? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> but I it enjoy it. Depends how many episodes as well, I feel sometimes. Um, there's too many. It's like, Ooh. Yeah. Especially if it's like 10 episodes and it could have been done in two. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of that stuff is like, I'm, maybe I'm a bit cynical, but like when I see like, a murder documentary on Netflix and it's 10 episodes. I'm like, mm, you're squeezing it out there. I, I can tell. I um, I feel like we've spoke about this before, Aaron, actually, about oh, murder documentaries. There was one that came out a while ago. I can't remember what it was called, but there was like seven, eight episodes. I was like, I, you could have you literally into, into it, hour long episodes, it would have been done and it would yeah. have been satisfying. Yeah, there's that new. Um docu-series about the Cecil Hotel you know that one on Netflix and mm -hmm. um, my sister watched something like a documentary on YouTube about it like a couple of years ago so she like knew the story so the Netflix have picked up and done four episodes four hour long episodes on it and she watched them and she was like I literally knew the story in the one hour YouTube thing I watched right. I didn't need the it being dragged over you know the four episodes and being told what you know Skid Row is and what all these bad things about the city is and all these things it's just kind of mm. stretched out but I guess it's just because Netflix are taking like feedback I guess and it's just people obviously love these series and they love these documentaries and that sort of thing. And they just want content. So maybe that's why they're doing it. I don't know. Binging. They love binging. Do you know what I mean? They want yeah, they love binging loads of episodes and stuff. I had a thing yeah. with that very docuseries that um, I mean, we'll we're 30 minutes in, haven't talked about the film, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about it. Um, no, please do. Cecil Hotel, that thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, 
here. We sat down the other night for Friday night pizza night. Everyone gets a takeaway, and instead of sitting around the dinner table eating, you and we sit down and we watch something. And the consensus was they wanted to put on Cecil Hotel, this docuseries. And I was ready to eat my pizza. I was all ready for it. Came on, and I just went, no, I'm going to have to leave, and I'm going to go watch my own thing on my iPad while I watch my pizza, while I, <laughs> while I, <laughs> while I watch my pizza also, while I eat my pizza, because I don't know how you are, but when I'm eating, I'm very sensitive and I want to have the best experience ever while eating this delicious pizza that I've starved myself all day for. And I can't be watching murders in a grotty hotel right. while eating a pizza. It puts me off. I don't like it. I'd rather watch a YouTube video about the top 10 best pizzas in New York City. <laughs> that, yes. Yes. Whilst eating a pizza. That sounds lovely, actually. That sounds like a good idea. What type of pizza? Oh, it was a margarita. I'm a classic guy. What can I say? Oh, I won't go into that. I had a margarita um, last night. Of course, you're a pizza. You're an even bigger pizza guy. Connoisseur. Yeah. Yes. Tell, <laughs> you and tell us what is your favorite type of pizza to make and eat. Mm. Do you know? It's a great, great honestly, chat. Honestly, um, I know it's such a plain Jane move, but a margarita, see Listen. if the sauce is good and the cheese is good. And the it just has all the spots. Good. That's all you need, baby. Thank you for saying that. That means a lot. <laughs> maybe I would. Sometimes I have, I have been known to throw a wee bit of pepperoni on maybe half of my uh, margarita, yep, like that. But I can, I can take those liberties because I'm making my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes think though, if I'm going somewhere to get a pizza, say it's like a Domino's or something, right? I should be quite um, experimental because it's like. It's, we're going to a pizza specialist. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just get a margarita if I'm going to Domino's. I must get chicken and meatballs and pepperoni and all sorts. I see funny you mean. say that. Funny you say that. I wouldn't get a margarita from Domino's. What would you get? Uh, some, like, barbecue base, like, extravaganza, meat, meat feast. <laughs> Texas barbecue, meat feast or right, something. Yeah. Meteor. Yeah. Meteor, I think that's Meteor. what it's called. A meteor. Yes. Would I love you... this, by the way. Maybe we should start that a new podcast, the the Good Food Podcast. The Ooh. Good Food. Actually, that's quite good. Um, would you? So, if you guys are getting a pizza takeout and you're going to sit down and watch something, do you have a particular thing that no, I can't watch that because I need to concentrate too hard and I want to enjoy, or yeah. I can't watch that because it's gory? Is there a thing that you couldn't watch while eating? I think I just like watching films and TV and stuff at nighttime anyway. Just because it, I, I just like to chill more and it's like the day's done, let's watch a film sort of thing. I'm not very good at watching TV and films during the day. Yep. Um, but I guess dinner time is kind of the evening. Um, I tend to watch things like that don't need much concentration, like I'll watch wrestling or I'll watch The Clone Wars sometimes or I'll watch The Simpsons or, or something daft, a game show, I love a quiz show or something like that. Mm. Um, but not on purpose. Like I don't say I can't watch that. I could watch that, like a, a gory film or something. Um, I don't think that would affect me. But it is real that I watch... A film or something with dinner, I must say. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't. Yeah, because I. Yeah, I. I wouldn't say anything would put me off. Anything gory in terms like that. Uh, although, the other night, um, I was watching a video um, that Steve O put on his Instagram. Okay, yeah. I can't watch Jackass if I'm eating food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Oh this yeah. Was not, I don't even know if I should say 
it wasn't that bad, but it's just bogging. And I was eating and I was like, oh, oh, it's like <laughs> two, two minutes into the video. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Basically, he burned, he got like bad burns on his arm and it all like blistered up massive. And a big, massive bit of skin had come off and his bird made him eat it. Oh, come on. What? I did not expect you to say that. I thought maybe they said like they threw water on his bones or something. No. Maybe eat his skin. Eat his oh, skin. And he was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to sit there and eat my chicken nuggets. Come that would on. put me straight off. Yeah, no. That was you when you're trying to eat the chicken nuggets going, <laughs> um, but normally I would actually, I like watching a podcast sometimes. Oh, yes. Yeah, good I like agree Joe, with you. Joe Rogan, maybe? Joe Rogan. I would watch a wee bit of Joe Rogan when I'm eating because yeah. I just like to listen. And... Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, you sent me a text when The Undertaker was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Did you watch that one? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So he did that. He retired from wrestling this past year and he had like a docuseries on the wrestling streaming service. It was a five part docuseries, which was like groundbreaking because he's always been in character, mm-hmm. being like the dead man. Yep. Um, so it was the first time he was totally out of character and it was like a documentary about his career in the last few years of his life. So like the novelty had kind of worn off of me like watching him in real life and stuff and seeing him as a real guy. Yeah. But then that Joe Rogan thing came out and he was just like two and a half hours or something just sitting there chatting. It was really interesting. I'm glad you watched it. That's interesting. Yeah, well, I hadn't seen that docuseries. So I all I had known of him right. was The Undertaker, do you know what I mean? So it was interesting to see. And now, just even till hear about wrestling and like yeah because even though you know it's not real there is obviously parts of it that are very real and they are getting injured and all those things do you know what i mean so it was interesting yeah only people i've I've, i don't want to get into this but i like people who think that it's all just daft and stuff clearly i don't know what it is though you know what i mean when you when you listen to them and stuff and you can see all the injuries and stuff then that's that's fair but it's like it's like theater Mm. if someone breaks their back on stage by accident they still broke their back on stage it wasn't part of the show yeah same sort of thing <laughs> yeah Aaron what's the last time you watched wrestling I've never watched wrestling <laughs> <laughs> I used to play a WWE game on my Game Boy Advanced if that, Sweet, does that yeah. count it does count yes you watched them um, fighting with my family didn't you yeah 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 yes that was wrestling yeah. yes that was <laughs> I quite like that I yeah, it me good. too it's fine did it oh, make it on my top ten? I think it did. That it, was a, it did. It was, it was your number ten, I believe. A sparse year for films. Or was that a good year? Yes. That was twenty nineteen. Oh, that was a good I think year. That was a good year. Yeah. Right, well, I there you like, go. I did like it. Yeah. It was. I think it was a lot of heart that film. I think it was like easy to watch and stuff. I think that's what kind of swayed it against some other films you maybe watched. Mm. But that listen, that had a great opportunity to paint wrestling in a like a daft light, but it did a really good job. I thought no, Vince Vaughn. Doing yeah, well, he's, you know, he's, he's a good actor, man. He is good, yeah. And Swan is a good actor. He gets a bad rep. You're absolutely right. Um, do you know who else is a good actor? Uh, he's going to say Oscar Isaac or something like that. Yeah, or uh, Domino Gleeson or Alyssa Vikander. Well, there's only Ooh. three, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, there was... No, wait a minute. There's someone else. It was... I... Uh, what about Sonia Mizuno? She was on the two. Sonia yep. yeah, Mizuno, yeah. <laughs> so this week's choice was uh, Ex Machina by Alex Garland. Any uh, any fans of Alex Garland out there? Do you know, I don't even really know what he'd done before. Other than yeah, that, me neither. Yeah. I haven't looked now. So he wrote 28 Days Later. Ah, that oh, was it. Oh, yeah. That was he it. wrote a film from 2007 called Sunshine. 
Oh, Sunshine. Oh, yes. I did, I did know this. I did look this up before. I... He wrote an episode of Batman Black and White, the TV series in 2009. Uh, and he wrote the screenplay for Dread oh. and Never Let Me Go. Um, however, he is also uh, he also wrote the screenplay for Annihilation, but his directoral debut, I believe, was this film, Ex Machina. And he's also doing something else coming up soon. If I click director here, uh, it's called Men, which has just been announced and that's coming out soon. But he also did a thing called Devs, which was a TV miniseries in 2020. So he's relatively a new director and I think he does a good job here. And uh, this nice sci-fi thriller from 2014. Ewan, why did you decide to pick Ex Machina this week for us to talk, talk about? Um, well, it's a film that I've heard lots about. Not anything like in particular about it, but just that it's a good film and it's pretty highly rated. Um, I've just been meaning to watch it for a while. And when I was, obviously I'd been speaking to you about doing the podcast and I thought, you know, maybe I could say to the uh, to the boys if they want to watch that. And I wasn't sure if any of you had seen it either. Right. But yeah, I just, uh, I just don't know, it was just tickling my fancy. And um, it was on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. It was just like the stars were aligning. It's just the perfect time to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been on my radar for a while. It's not been on like my main to watch list, but you know the way it's one of those films that came out and you just didn't see it and like yep. it just passed you by and stuff. It's one of them. But again, this is twenty fourteen, so I was introduced to Domino Gleason and Oscar Isaacs in Star Wars, of course, which is late twenty fifteen. So I don't know who they were. So it's not as if it was like, oh, Oscar Isaac's new film, let's go see it. Mm. I didn't get to that stage yet. Maybe I would do that now, but at the time, definitely not. So that's why it kind of passed me by. And you always see it on and stuff. And you see the DVDs and stuff and HMV or Asda or whatever, and I always look at it and stuff, but it's never really been at the top of my list. So that's why when you picked it, I was very keen to watch it because I was like, yes, this gives us an excuse mm -hmm. to check it out and stuff. And um, I was happy I did. Um, Aaron, what do you think? Did What did you have any um, like preconceived opinions of the film? No, I didn't. Kind of the same as you guys. I, I like when you said I want to watch it, I was like, oh, yeah, I do want to watch that too. And I have wanted to watch it. Yeah, probably since it came out and there was a lot of hype about it but just you know one of these things you just like don't um so no i was i was excited to watch it and i didn't I even know it. i didn't even know what it was about you know what i mean like i just i was going in totally blind which is one of my favorite things to do for films like it's mm -hmm. good to go see trailers and stuff and go see big blockbusters and stuff but sometimes the best ones are ones you have no idea what to expect and you're kind of like hitting and you're like whoa mm. like i really like that and i didn't expect to like it you know so you liked that? I did. I didn't. Um, I like didn't know what to expect either. I knew it was about AI because yep. I'd seen stills and like clips of um, of it, and you know you can tell that. Um, but yeah, I had no idea the story at all, and I re I actually I really liked it. Um, I was hooked the whole time. Um, yep. I guess it. You some people could say it was a bit slow because. Anna, my girlfriend, who's watching with me, I did say, he was like, yeah, it was a bit slow. Yeah. And I completely didn't even realize that. So I was like, wow, uh, a, a film that's a wee bit slow that keeps you hooked the whole time. And there's a lot to say about that. Um, nah, I really it's, liked only, it. I was it's only an hour 48, though. So is it? I don't know why. Yeah. Like, it's weird, isn't it? That it kind of feels slow, but it's not even that long. And you are still always interested in what's happening. Yeah. What's gonna 
Yeah. I think maybe it felt slow because the nature of the story is quite slow because you're just set in the one place and it's just the same few actors you see. I think that's always going to make the film not flow as well as other films. Like, you watch big blockbusters and there's so much going on, they're technically easier to watch because there's always something happening. Mm-hmm. But these smaller films where there's less actors and less um, less explosions and things like that going on, it might slow the pace down. But I don't think that's a bad thing. No, you no, know, no. If, it, if it's slow to, to the point where it gets boring, then that's a bad thing. You know, um, I was thinking about 2001 A Space Odyssey when I was watching this film, um, which I kind of, we watched, me and Adam watched the first half an hour of one time. And like, (laughs) and like nothing happens in the first half an hour of that film. And that's a long film. That's like three hours, I think, maybe two and a half. Um, And I saw it in the cinema and it was so long and so slow. There was an interval at the cinema um, because it was like the 50 year anniversary of it and stuff. And you had to like stand up and leave the room and come back in after the interval. And I was like, that's not how you watch films these days. But that was obviously the thing back in 1968 or whenever that film came out. Mm. Um, So I was, I was thinking about that when I was watching Ex Machina, because I was like, it's the same sort of thing. There's a few actors and they're, um, talking to a robot and it's there's AI involved and it is a wee bit of a slow pace but the difference between these two films is that you know this film isn't as long so it's definitely going somewhere and you don't want to lose interest because you need to pay attention to make sure you know what happens and you're, also you're interested in it you know it's not like you're forced to kind of pay attention because you need to follow the story it's easy to follow the story and stuff so that's why I really like this one it wasn't like this big uh, chore to watch it even though it was technically a wee bit slow mm-hmm. you know but I thought everybody went it was really good, considering the fact they didn't have that much to work with, you know. I think it's also probably done, it's very still, like it's shot mm. nicely. I think the shot, all the shots look really good, but it is yeah. always very just still, like not much movement at all, unless they're like obviously moving down. But yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there was very little movement and I feel like that is maybe as well what makes it feel a bit longer. But yeah, I wasn't, I, I, well, I only watched it today because yeah. um, I was working last night and so yeah, I watched it today and I didn't, I, it went by pretty quickly for me. I really enjoyed it. I mean, 1 hour 48 is, is nearly 2 hours. So it's like, it's still a longish film, I guess. 2 yeah. hours is a long time, but it doesn't feel like that, I don't think. I thought I was thinking there, like because none of us saw it, and it was kind of a, even it was kind of a big deal when it came out. I remember. I think it was in a time, just before us three, in particular, mm. got into movies because it was a year before we went to Enclan and all joined Cineworld and all went on that right. trip. Mm-hmm. So, all right, if it had come out a year later, we'd all have seen it in the cinema together, which is weird to think about. Yeah, that's weird to think True, about. Yeah, and I wonder how we would have thought about it and like would we have bonded over it because of that like the way we bond bonded over that uh cooking film with bradley cooper that's oh, burnt. Yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. Burnt. Oh. burnt yeah but at the time we were like oh yes yeah, quite interesting film but i bet if we watched it now we were like we we're probably just on the high of like cine yeah, world cinema or whatever. yeah <laughs> but that's interesting we, we would have definitely seen it because we at that point we saw every film that yeah, was even a bit noteworthy, like Burnt. Yes. We were like, well, we must see it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we went after college. We saw things like Bridge of Spies and oh. all, like, all the films that came out around that time, around Oscar time, like the first time we got it, like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. And that was that was great fun. Like I would never have gotten to seen Ex Machina or Bridge of Spies or something if I didn't have the card. So that's the, or Burnt even. So that's something I do miss. Not necessarily the thought of sitting in the same room with 200 people right now. kind of freaks me out now, thinking about it. But I do miss that kind of buzz of going to the cinema and seeing these unknown films and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think the what thing was... with them. Sorry. No, no. The thing with I thought about this film. Uh, the way they structured it and shot it, like it's all in this house that is owned by this tech billionaire who, and the sort of archetype of that is very clean, minimalist, techie house. The way they shot in that house, they gave themselves loads of space for, like you say, like stillness and really clear shots, really clear imagery, because <laughs> they just, it's sort of a blank canvas in a way, like the whole film. So they gave themselves so much space, like compared to what we watched last week, Untouchables, which is in Chicago in a in the Prohibition, where you got all this happening. Right. And it's a completely different film. But in this film, they they gave themselves so much scope to to still have moments nothing. Have nothing, you know what yeah. I mean? And they could do whatever they wanted as well. You know, there was yeah. no like, there's no rules to follow. Like when in the Untouchables, they need to follow what happened or what life was like around that time. You know, but this time it was literally it wasn't even out in the open. It was in this underground hut house thing, and just it was weird. I mean, what a cool house, though. I mean, oh, I'd like to go there. Yeah, I that I was thinking that as soon as I walked in, and it was like it was like built into the like, rock. rock face. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. I imagine. Um, should we uh, talk about performances? Yes, please tell me who was your favorite. Um, I think Big Oscar, Big Oscar yeah, Isaac. Yeah. I think he's a great actor, and oh. I think you know he's—I don't know what age he is, but um, I think he could do so much more than what he's already done. I think he's great. In his forties, nineteen seventy-nine. Yeah, forties, late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I oh, enjoyed yeah. seeing him play a sort of cynical, bastardy know-it-all. When yeah. all I've really seen from before is Poe Dameron, a character that I personally do not like, um, and <laughs> annoys me in every sequels film, which you're like, "Come on, guys, we got to do it one more time." I don't, know, I don't <laughs> like him. I don't like the sequels. I have nothing nice to say. But I, I liked seeing him as a. That's great impression, actually. Do that again. I can't do it again. I'm not going to do it again. Um, it's just <laughs> an American, an American man, general American, yeah, uh, general American. Uh, Get that on the CV. <laughs> I once, once I was at an audition. Sorry, this is a complete sidetrack. Please tell us. Um, do you ever do these drama school auditions where they do it all in the room? Oh, well, they, they, we did a few of them. Every, yeah, everyone's in the same room and everyone gets up and does their monologue. Yeah. So it was for Guildford uh, Drama School, mm-hmm. the one that Ian went to actually, and this. Girl got up to do her monologue in American accent, which for drama school auditions, you know, you don't really do. You do your own accent. And the right. guy who was holding the auditions was like, stop, stop, stop. Sorry. Everyone stop. What accents are you doing? And she's like, oh. um, general American. And <laughs> he's like, okay, sit down. We must talk about this. One thing is for sure. What is general American? Please, please answer me this. And she's like, <laughs> like, just sort of general American? <laughs> And he's like, well, who who in the world speaks with a general American accent? Americans? No. Because a general American accent doesn't exist. You have certain places in America, a general American accent is phony, it doesn't exist, never say it, never do it. Sit down. And it was like that. It was like the most horrible moment ever. And every time I hear someone say general America now, I just I get flashback to that wee girl's face. Just flashback. our dreams she... getting destroyed Did... in front of us. Did she get in? Uh no, I don't. Well, how how do my they don't tell you in the moment? No, no, yes. <laughs> Stephanie Payne actually got in from that audition. Yeah, she, oh, she was really good though. She was a good actress. She was really good. Um, 
Yeah, I went to I went to an audition one time and uh, they were looking at my CV and uh, and they were saying, "So you do accents?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, oh, I can no. do." And they were saying, "What accent would you like to do?" And I was just like, "Um, I don't know. I think my my strongest is probably American." And then the guy went, "Let's do Northern." So I was like, "Northern American or Northern Irish, Northern English?" So I started doing an American accent. He's like, "No, no, stop, stop, stop." Northern English didn't specify, and I went, "Oh, okay, fine." Then I had to realize in that moment what Northern English meant. No, oh, no, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't get whatever came out. I always say it was Jamaican. I have no idea. Oh, no idea. Didn't get a part, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, do you know who was good at a general American accent? Who? Domino Gleason. I'm just making sure he's not. Actually, that's a good point. That's he's exactly. Irish. There you that- go. He, I bet he was literally doing a general American. General accent. American. That general American. Guilford guy yeah. doesn't know shit. I mean, I would like to know his name because fucking. <laughs> it may have been Domino Gleason. Who knows? <laughs> it was actually Domino. Yeah. No such thing as a general. <laughs> um, Fire at that cruiser! Uh, listen, he was very good. I thought he was very subtle, um, and seemed like a really nice young lad. And that's kind of what they were going for, I guess, for that character. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. I I no. Yes, good accent, but in terms of character, I just feel like it was a bit mm. I don't know. Beige. I felt like yeah, a bit beige. He was just kind of fitting into what the narrative needed him to, I feel. Yeah, hey listen, that's tough. I, I get you. Tough. And and I I kind of, you know, it's not in a performance that I sort of get inspired by, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, like the leading man, like Ian said last week, like Tom Hanks, all these actors, leading men all the time, like, um, it's really hard. And I, I don't, it's not particularly, you know, inspiring. Like, yeah. Um, I've, I've learned over the time to have more appreciation for performances like that, but I get what you mean. Like, it's not something as an actor you go, oh, oh Donald yeah, Gleason in this film. He's, he's just playing a nice guy. Yeah, and he's created it, but you know. He was, like, he was good, yeah. Oscar Isaac is a performance that you start stands, right. lives in your head a bit. Um, and yeah, like, c- come on, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, can we go back to that? Domino Gleason should not be playing a bad guy. He should be playing the good guy, like Poe, and Oscar Isaac should play ah. the bad guy. They screwed up that casting. This film mm. got it right. Do you think you do you think that now because you watched this film? I thought that at this time, but now it's been really reinforced. Solidified, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you're right about what you said about Oscar Isaac too, it was nice to see him playing something totally different. Um because he's very good at it, you know. Um, he's better at it. He's better at it. Just playing a bastard. Yeah, you know? And good. I love how he just calls him that at the end of the film. He just goes, You're a bastard. You're a bastard. So it's like take that. Mm, yeah. Don't yeah, even yeah. know if it's factual or not. He's just calling him it anyway. Yeah, because he was like a drunk, but he was like so smart, but also mm. Outsmarting everybody too. Mm. Outsmarting well, even when pissed. <laughs> well, except for the end. Except uh, for the end. <laughs> spoiler. 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 Um, uh, yeah, the fucking dance sequence. Oh, I totally forgot about that. That was Brilliant. great. Brilliant. Didn't see it coming. I was howling. I was howling. Yeah, didn't see it coming. And I love how it was like a routine and everything. Brilliant. <laughs> they practiced that. They went down the way and yeah. back up. Yeah. Oh, it was good. That was cool. Uh, what about Alicia Vikander? She is so pretty. She is gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, even in robot form. Mm. Um, yeah. No, I thought she was 
yeah, she was very good. Because it wasn't like... You know, if someone's playing a robot, they must have the tendencies to go... Right, hello. Hello, yeah, exactly. And I don't know how they did that. Like, did she wear... Must be Dots and they just... I think, yeah. Because if it was her movement, then even that, I thought she was still very, like... It it was a bit robotic, but it wasn't... Yeah. Not robotic. It was like you could tell it was a machine sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I thought she was very good at the face. It was like... I don't know. It didn't change much. But it was like you could t- see everything working behind the, yeah. the eyes. Um, she pulled off that sort of balance between like being a computer intelligence and also not knowing how to be a human. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that and is I mean, a tough when, thing to to do. When you're cast as a robot, you're thinking, right, what am I going to get to do here? How much mm-hmm. space and freedom do I have? Like, how how human can I be if I'm playing a robot? You know, but obviously because it's so advanced and stuff. He's made them so human-like and all the other models before, you know. Um, but she's the most advanced. Um, and I just loved that. She was very robotic, but not in a not in a kind of stale acting way. You know, mm-hmm. you could tell that it was all everything was done on purpose and stuff, which I thought was really nice. And even just the way she was speaking to Domino Gleason's character, like, yes. do you have feelings for me? Like it didn't seem as if it was forced, it just was like as if it was That's what, how yeah. she would speak, yeah. Well, there is some things that I want to talk about, but it does get into spoiler territory. Well, I think I've, I think we have to do spoilers because of course we can't talk about the film without main things like that. And also, I think if people are listening to the episode, they surely have seen the film. It's been what twenty fourteen. Well, you could. I don't know actually because how many people have seen other ones. We can talk. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, spoiler warning. We talk about spoilers every other time, Chris. Come we've on. we've yeah, never yeah. averted from spoilers on this show. Uh, no, I think I said at one point. Well, we'll, we'll you know we'll censor spoilers. Anyway, that guy died. <laughs> I think that's what I did. There you go. Well, in terms of her performance, that's what I was going to say. I couldn't, by the end of it, I was like, I couldn't figure her out because obviously they talk about, or um, Oscar Isaac's character, Nathan, talks about she's just playing you. She's just like, mm-hmm. he talks about that a wee bit even before the end when he does reveal that, or there's a scene at the end with the two of them before he gets plugged. Yeah. Um, plugged. And he likes, he's talking about her um, manipulating him there and how that was the experiment. Like he was the test, not yeah. her. Um, and so I said, I've, throughout the full thing, I, but they'd mentioned it a wee bit before earlier on. And the whole, the whole time I was like, it's, is she is it and then that bitch walked away at the end (laughs) yeah which makes me think when when oscar isaac is going um ah she's playing you and domino gleason you kind of think he's sort of going well jokes on you because i've already done it he's sort Uh of going oh crap i've already done it and he's right she's played me and yeah shit um yeah, I was I was sad at the end because like he's the main character, really, not her. And at the end of the yeah. film, he's he's, I guess he died. I couldn't believe they <laughs> they trapped him there. I thought it would be if anybody was getting out, it was him. Yeah, because um, it's the 
Yeah, protagonist. Yeah, protagonist. he's the one that you're supposed yeah. to like. Yeah, and even if they were to go together, I'm I was predicting they were going to end up together, and he was going to have this relationship with this robot. That's what I think was going to happen. And then she she locks him in the thing and everything. And I was like, whoa, what a twist! And that doesn't was, even look at him. Nice. Doesn't, doesn't even look, look at him. Ofsky. Yeah. Ofsky. That was good. It was a, a a good twist, and I didn't expect it, which is always the best. So at the end, obviously, she she gets out. She looks completely human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spoiler. She's she's covered herself in the skin, which yeah. I also thought. Uh, my my one bit, I was like, it, surely that comes off too easily. If if he's right. if he's having sex with all these, how is they not just like peeling off? Anyway, all the time. Um, but she yeah. gets dressed up as a human. She leaves, and I thought at that moment, wow, imagine if this has already happened, like maybe a year or two or five years ago. This has happened in real life. Imagine. Because that is how it'll happen. And they'll walk know. amongst us. They'll you ah, won't yes. know. It won't be yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're walking along like a busy street or something and you have no idea that you're the only real human there. I reckon that'll that'll be it. I have one question. Uh so at the end she walks up to the helicopter and this guy just takes her. Yeah, yeah, I guess she manipulated him in some way as well. Maybe said, "Is she that good?" That yeah, he's waiting on Domino Gleason, and she Takes turns her. up and he goes, "Yeah, okay." Well, was it the same helicopter pilot? I think they so. dropped him off. I think so because it could be a different person. But um, yeah, or maybe, I mean, she could easily just say something like, "You know, oh, they're still working or something," because because <laughs> obviously the pilot doesn't know week. that yeah. it's a robot that's speaking to them. You know what I mean? Take yeah. me now and come back. Yeah, that's uh, exactly what she said. Who are you? Take me oh. the now, and then Take come me. back. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Take me the new, <laughs> and bring me back next week. <laughs> Make sure you come back next week for Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then of course we can't talk, talk. You know, forget about Sonoya Mizunu, who played Kyoku, the other robot that was the servant, who Kyoku. was yeah. was fine too. Yeah. Manifine. Well, she didn't have much. Oh, she, yeah, she didn't have much to do either. But there's moments where she gave a look or something that showed that she still yeah. had feelings and she wanted to get out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was that weird bit, weird interaction at the end with Ava and Kyoko, and she was like mm. tapping her and like whispering, whispering something. Oh yeah, what was that about? That reminded me of that thing that happened. You remember when they made those two AI humans that they that looked a little bit like that, but but less good, obviously, and they mm-hmm. had to switch them off because they started talking to each other, like in a in code and stuff. Like oh, they started right. communicating with each other more than with the people who made them, so they had to turn them off. Mm. Right. Wait, what's that in real life? In real life, yeah. Oh, um, I can't remember what what they call them. You know the ones that are real that sort of look. I know, I know. It's based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of them, but yeah, they start to talk. Uh, well, that's what I thought. I thought kind of maybe some sort of binary thing or something. Mm. It probably will just be code. Probably, yeah, because they can only, that's the only thing they can understand. Um, yeah, listen, we've done the Terminator on The Good Bit season two, and now we're doing this film. So we just love robots. So what's the next one? iRobot? Chappie? Um, Wally Chappie? What other robot films is there? I've not seen Chappie. What's Chappie? I've never seen Chappie. It's uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, what's his face? Dev Patel. Oh. Hmm, I don't know that. Hang on, I got it on Blu-ray. 
What about robots? Remember that one? The cartoon. Oh, Ewan McGregor, Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great voice cast. Oh, yeah. Chappie. I've not. I've never even heard of that. Chappie. Hmm. This is great audio. Is four it, stars. Is it good? Never seen it. The only review it's got it. is four stars on the front of their DVD. So. Yeah, it says, uh, in the near future, crime is patrolled by an oppressive mechanic, me- mechanized, mechanized <laughs> police force. Uh, but now the people are fighting back. When Classic. one police droid, Chappie, is stolen and given new programming, he becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. Maybe we'll watch that something. Doesn't, doesn't sound very good. <laughs> I've heard it's good, actually. I've heard it's good. No, I, 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 I'm into that. I'm into that sort of um, AI taking over the world sort of thing. Remember that? That's Have you seen that? Eventually. Seen that episode of Black Mirror? When Have you not seen that episode? You seen Black Mirror? No, I watched that. What, what, oh, what, what, what the happens? one where all the dogs, the robot dogs, have just taken over, and it's you know those AI dog things that look weird and they're they sort of crawl and jump about. They're in real life. Those things. Have you seen those? Uh-huh. Yeah, the um, destroyer droids from Revenge of the Sith. Yes, they look like that. Yeah. Um, it's basically a Black Mirror episode where a, a more advanced version of that has just taken over and humans are living in the shadows, getting Sweet. destroyed. Mm. Mm. Um, Interesting. I recommend that. Black Mirror has a lot of good... Um, got a lot of good episodes, actually. I, um, have you ever seen... There's, I'm sure there's a film called Artificial Intelligence, isn't there? Is it not Steven Spielberg? Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, Spielberg from like the 70s, maybe, I think. No, not Never that seen far. It. I think it's like 90s. It's got little Haley Joel Osment in it. Really? Yeah. Um, no, I've not seen it, no. but it's, it's, it's definitely on my list because it's like, I want to see these big Spielberg films and stuff, you know? Yeah. I th- um, but listen, it's my turn to pick a film for next week. So I'm oh, not decided crap. yet, though. I'm not going to do it on the fly. I'm going to... Take some time and think about what, 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 what I want to watch. Okay. So I'm thinking something animated, though. I think it's something animated. Animated. Yeah. Um. We haven't done animated yet. No. What did uh, What did Anna then think of the film? She said it was a bit slow, and what else? Um. She just said yes. Yeah, she thought it was a bit slow. She said she could predict. That's. She said at an early point she knew how it's going to end. Um. So then she sort of switched off after that. Um, I guess she's smarter than me, so I didn't know <laughs> I was going to go in. Um, well, what? I like I knew I she was going to get out, but well, I thought she might get out, but I didn't know if she'd sort of like leave him, like we said, would she yeah. leave him or? I didn't really know how it was going to end, but yeah, she did. I thought she might have bro- like broken out. What she might? Yeah, yeah. Like how I didn't know how strong she was. How strong are these robots? Yeah, well, because there was that mark on one of the uh, glass panels, mm. and I was like, well, they must be pre- pretty strong. But, but to be honest, they didn't look that strong, did they? No. Really? Because he broke their arm with a right. bit of a uh, Wait, yeah. handle of a dumbbell. Um, um, yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't believe he ripped up her picture, though. So that was really quite mean. Um, but I also... <laughs> Uh, what about the scene where he cut his arm? Oh, I couldn't watch that. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, it was a good scene though because he was good because he was going mental and he was like trying to look in the middle to see if he was going mad or whatever. There was a point though where I thought, oh my god, he's gonna. Peel I thought back he was gonna, and he's gonna find out that he's a fucking. Oh, that would have been 
That would have been M Night Shamanamalamalon style yeah. twist. That's kind of I was half expecting that. Like, yeah. Um, that was a good scene. I loved the scene when they were sitting next to the waterfall when they were chatting and they were both drinking and stuff. Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah, I like the waterfall. Imagine you had a place like that and you could just go and sit at a waterfall and look at like your surroundings and you're just like two feet away from your house and stuff. Like, well, well you, you get to that stage. You've been thinking lately, you've decided you want a big house. <laughs> yeah. This is something I've decided that when I get older and I'm bigger, I want to get a big house. Big house for a big boy. <laughs> big house for a big boy and um, decorate it like I'm in some sort of film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you need to dream. You've got to. What else do you have? Oscar Isaac dreamt of creating a female robot, and he did. Yeah, he was just kind of a weird character, wasn't he? So he was... um, He developed like a search engine or something when he was 13 or something. Yeah. I guess he was a Mark Zuckerberg type character type, yeah, yeah yeah um makes me think about what happens behind what what conversations are happening in rooms where we can't see them do you know what i mean like True. what what it what what is you know google what is their next project you know what i mean how much information are they actually take well th- there is a line in the film and he said um when he was talking about him hacking the world's like phones for data yeah. to get all this information to build the AI. And he was like, um, and the companies that like all the companies uh, knew that he was doing it and they mm. couldn't say anything because then they would have to tell them that they were hacking as well. And it just makes you think, yeah, like what you're not, what are you not being you... told? Yeah, we always talk about this. Like, you say something and you go on Instagram and an advert yep. comes up for it. It's like, well, yeah, well, we, we know that. We know that as a fact, but that happens where like they can they can pick up on certain things and that your search history and what you're looking at online and stuff like that can come up in terms of <laughs> adverts up. and stuff. Don't look up you know? search history, crikey. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, that sometimes worries me. Like, just not for bad things, but I just mean in general. Like, why should all people know what we're talking, what we're searching about, and what we're talking about, and stuff like that? You know, it's it's. You like to think you're got some privacy, but really, do you? No, no. I, don't I feel think like so. you could always search something as well, just to find out about it, and it could just be misconstrued as, oh, he's into that. Depends well, how many like, times you search it, though. I suppose doesn't it? It's like if you follow if you follow Donald Trump on Twitter or before, when he had Twitter, because you want to keep abreast of what the hell's going on. Mm. I I I find myself if I'm Twitter, I was like, well, I'll follow Donald Trump. I want to, but I don't want. But then I know people can see that I follow Donald Followed. Trump. How are yeah, they gonna yeah. like? I don't know. It's like that. You well, people be... think that you're a sympathizer and stuff because you're following him. Yeah, it's tough. Like even on even on social media, where you know everyone can see what they're doing, it's tough to. You know, you feel like you have to portray some sort of thing by yeah. even the things you post and the things you follow. Um, yeah, God knows if anyone ever has access to what people <laughs> search. It's like it's like <laughs> access. It's like access to what you think because you search in the way you think. You might, you know, exactly. Yeah. He said, "Well, he said that as well. It's like, did you model her face off my porn searches?" Yeah, so he was able to define not just the fact that he was on there, but his searches. Uh huh. Yeah, preferences, things like that. Weird. 
That's Weird. what it'll come. That is what it'll come to, though. Like, yeah. And it is all about <laughs> it, it. Is all about sex in the end. All these really? new tech. But no, all these new technologies. Let's be honest. It all comes down to porn. Any new thing, any new breakthrough, iPhone, iPad. Can I fuck it? You know, Oculus Rift. <laughs> uh, Oculus Rift just becomes, the, you know, fucking 3D porn. Uh, yeah, what is, yeah. an, you know, telephone. When they invent the telephone, what are they going to do with it? Porn. Television, yeah. porn. Books, Fifty Shades. Um, <laughs> Podcasts, the good bit. You know, the wheel, porn. <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, though. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of the few things that is essential. What porn is? No. <laughs> food. <laughs> food. F- sex. And no, that's it. Food and sex, isn't it? Right? That's it. Yeah. And sure then you there's... die, and that's it. Well, yeah, death. Water. Water. Well, yeah. Air. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Air. Oh, we could we could go on forever, you know. <laughs> my podcast. I've got to have my podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trees. I love trees, you know. Yeah, you gotta have a couch in the room. Couch, you've got to have. have you've got to have a seat. What did you do without a seat? So I said, she's got a stand all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gents, another film is in the books. I'd like to thank my beautiful gents for joining me this fine, fine episode. I hope you all enjoyed. Hope you boys enjoyed the film, mm-hmm. and I hope you both join me again next time on the Good Bit Podcast, where we chat about another film that has defined our lives and that is an important film in the world of cinema. We will be back next week, next Friday, here on the Good Bit Podcast. So take care of yourselves. Speak to you all then. And have a good week.